Welcome fellow last places to another episode of LPF Debrief where Chris and I talk about comic books, TV shows, and movies. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about She-Hulk episode two. And as you can see, Chris is here. I know for the people who listened to the other stuff, uh, the, our last uh, podcast, which was, I did make a reference of Chris not being here, but I still have you in the intro, Chris. So, you know, feel, feel honored. Okay. Feel honored. I'm thinking about you, man. So, yeah. So, with just like always, guys, if you guys like the content, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Also, let us know what you guys think about the episode, too. We would love to hear what you guys have to think. Um, and always, spoilers ahead. So, if you guys don't like spoilers, stop listening and then come back after you've watched it so we don't spoil anything for you. But let's yeah. get right into it. Episode two of She Hulk. Chris, what'd you think? How are you liking the pace of this? Because I'm actually really liking this, right? I'm really liking quick. They like the first two episodes were quick 30 minutes. I thought the episode one could have been a little bit longer, but I felt like it really worked for this episode because like we got everything we needed out of the yeah. way really quickly. <laughs> so, so for me, I'm enjoying, I'm fine with the pace. Hold on. I'm very hot in the mic. I'm sorry. If I blow out your ears there, um, it's it's just one of those things, man, where I if you're going to give me 30 minute episodes, just give me the whole season so I can binge it, please. <laughs> it's so hard to wait a week for 30 minutes, you know. Um, but the pacing of the episode, like you said, it, it is good. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with the show. Um, uh, what was it that Bree Bree told me something about? Oh, uh, cause I want to get this out of the way. The complaining there's, she saw some comments of people that are in the CGI world mm -hmm. or whatever. And they're like talking about this show and they're like, this is a step backwards. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, it's a TV show. Yeah. Like yeah. it relax. They're not going to go a hundred percent full on out for a TV show. Well, <laughs> in its time. And I'm glad you brought that up. Cause the common thing that people misconceive is that the they're going to put this maximum amount of money it doesn't matter yeah. how much money the company makes they're not putting a bunch of money into a season one of a show that's just not what they do if you guys look back and go watch the first episodes of of game of thrones and which is a high budgeted show which their first seasons they hid the dragons a lot they didn't show like you know what i mean they did, actually they didn't even have them because you know, there were still eggs, but I'm saying even when the dragons first appeared, the CGI wasn't there for them until they became more of a focal point. Um, and I honestly don't think the CGI in the show is that bad. It's like, not bad. At all, I think no. it's fine for TV, which is what I'm looking at it for. I can understand why people feel like this is a step back for Marvel, but like, again, they're not going to have moved movie budget for these TV shows, no matter. And their budget is higher than normal TV shows. So like realistically, you can complain about the CGI, but like you're not going to get what Marvel is doing anywhere else because no one else is doing that kind of putting that kind of TV show without break, really breaking the bank. And when I yeah. mean breaking the bank, like Lord of the Rings is breaking the bank, like to make a high quality product, you know, because it's going, they want that to be a main staple for them. She-Hulk. As much as I've been enjoying it, it's not going to be the main staple. They're telling you to get to this story, so they're not going to put 100% of their CGI. I can guarantee you this. 
she's gonna look way better when you see her in the movies i can guarantee it <laughs> like it, and that's just just that's just how it's gonna be and i mean they've made some improvements and I'm, this is not an excuse for them i'm just saying as far as understanding that tv is just there it's always going to be just a little bit less yeah so, yeah, it's uh, it was just one of those things. But uh, overall, the episode was good. I had some funny moments um, that, you know, I paused a lot to explain to Brie because me and her. So the Hulk movie is the only Marvel movie I have not seen. Oh, great. literally, that is the only one. Um, I know uh, I know who's in it. I know the characters. I know, you know, I, I know a majority of it. I just can't bring myself to go back and be like, oh, yeah, I should sit down and watch. I just don't want to. <laughs> I like that one of movie. those things. A lot of people say yeah. they don't like that movie, but I I feel like that movie had one of the best Hulk fights, one of the best Hulk scenes in it. And it's funny that people are now upset because when that movie came out, so many people were like, "Oh, like I don't really like this movie." Like you know, and they were kind of like you know saying some things about it. And now everyone wants that Hulk back, like the Hulk himself, like being angry and stuff like that. Now they want that instead of the things that they were complaining about earlier when that thing comes out. So it's always funny to me when people in the moment see something and are trying to experience it, and then they completely, like, years later, just retcon what they were saying and just like, oh, no, like, now I want this. Like, first you were happy about Small Hulk. Oh, they're referencing the comics. Now it's, I want Old Hulk. It's like, what what do you want? <laughs> and this is the same can't make them. You can't make everybody happy. Yeah. You just got to continue with your story. Um but I had to stop and explain to Brie what was going on because, um, one, she didn't remember who Abomination was. And she's like, are you looking up who Abomination is? And I was like, you don't remember who he is? She's like, no. I was like, from Shang-Chi? Yeah. Like, Shang-Chi? Sorry. And, uh, and she's like, what? I was like, Wong fought him? You don't remember? And then she's like, what? And I had to show her a picture. She's like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever I was watching that scene, mm-hmm. I was looking in and, and the security cell, and I was like, that means Wong broke him in and out of jail. And yeah. then little did we know I, what I picked up from it is that this is taking place at the same time as Shang-Chi because uh, at the end of the episode, right? They're like, oh, hey, there's a video that came up that he broke out yeah, and everything like that. And then Brie looked at me. And she's like, so it's Wong's fault. Yeah. It's like, don't don't put my Wong. But honestly, <laughs> did, my Wong. If, if you know, even as a person who doesn't want, but I know Wong is going to be in the show and what a great oh, yeah. way to transition that though. Right. Because like, yeah, it wouldn't now. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like the show's not going to get like these first two episodes to me have been really solid minus mm-hmm. the one thing that I issue I had with issue one, um, which is not that big of a deal, but like when you can do proper connections to your, you know, to your older content, I thought yeah. that was dope. Like they really took in, the incredible hulk movie right they're like listen it might look like a different person they even you know took a stab at it when um bruce was like he was uh, like I'm, I'm, a I'm a completely, completely different, different person. person like literally <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's, it's like i like that they're doing that because that's sh- for this show it works right because she is a fourth character like fourth wall breaking character so the show itself being hyper aware of itself is really cool to me you know what i mean so what I um so the fact that they're diving into this and then really trying to like here's you know um what's his name uh abomination uh, Emil Blosky and like mm-hmm. having him there and then having Wong you know breaking him out is gonna be great because we're gonna go back and be like oh well 
this makes sense now why Wong is showing up because Jen probably going to be like, hey, what, like, what, what, what's the reason for this? Because she's a lawyer. Like she, why yeah. did you do this? Like, I have to be able to present this in court on why you broke him out. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, what was the situation? And I think that's going to make for some really good moments because Wong is a really great, funny character, right? So like their interaction is going to be hilarious. So I, I can't wait to see that. And I thought the way they did it was really tasteful. Wong to me, the reason why he's my favorite um, is the way he carries himself. And I, and I think it, that's how he is as an actual person um, is about inner peace. He's like all about peace and having fun. So he's just like, okay, everything's respectful and everything like that. I'm respectful. Uh, and, and whenever it's time to have fun, there are times to have fun. And I do have those moments, you know, whenever they do the karaoke at the end of Shang-Chi and, and they're singing and stuff like that. And he's just having a good time. And then there's parts that he need to, you need to focus and then you need to respect the area that you're in. And I love that about him. So uh, I can't wait to get more of that story of why he got abominated. Like, cause whenever you, she walks in and he's like, uh, you know, I'm a changed man. Mm. Um, he's like, I found peace and everything like that. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, that, that's, he's probably learning from Wong. Wong's probably trying to get him to control yeah. that anger and everything. Um, but like I said, it was just one of those funny moments that I was like, oh, Wong broke him in or broke, broke him, him out, out and then, put and him then back broke in, in yeah. to put him in. And then the fact that they were like, no, this just happened. Yeah. And it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> so um, I thought that was just uh, it was just one of those funny moments. Um, another good moment uh, um, was with her with the family, meeting her family and everything like that. Um, them realizing like how supportive they are too. the dad. The dad is, is a, a, a good hero in this case because he's like, Hey, you're not the first Hulk and that we had to deal with in the family. Mm. And, um, so we're, we're getting accustomed to it. You didn't destroy a city. You didn't do this, you know? And one of my favorite lines from the episode is when he tells her, Hey, your worst fear happened, but you're still here. So that means mm. you can keep going. And I, that stuck with me. And I was like, that's, so good. I love that line so much. Um, and uh, he he was just a very likable person. And the uh, end credit scene with him also, like, taking advantage yeah, of her. Sure. He's like, hey, I got to get this move. We got to lift this. Can you put this here? Uh, was was fantastic. Yeah. I agree. Um, I love this episode. And I immediately talked about how much I liked the pacing. Uh, because this episode, like I said, it was it really brought in all the information you needed. It also introduced us to enough characters to where like we're setting things up, but also we didn't need like a deep dive. Like it's nice to see that she, now we know how she's that, that she's still in touch with her family. Right. Even mm -hmm. though it was a quick five minute scene, but like we now know that like about her, like we know different things and they show different elements like her and her friendship, you know, um, with her paralegal, like they just kept showing different things in this episode that really set up her character and did it in well fashion. No scenes to me felt drawn out. Like every scene to me felt like it meant something like, Oh, this meant something, this meant something, this meant something, which I will go into because of our Easter eggs. But like every scene that we went into, if you know, and like actually like pay attention. And one of the good things that I like about this being 30 minutes is that it's easier to watch it again the second time. Cause I can just, mm -hmm. you know, put it back on. So, 
One of the interesting things that is on this episode, which is a thing I've been complaining about, and it they haven't done it until this episode, is the whole thing that happened in the internals where they just left the celestial in the like the middle of the ocean and no Marvel movie had described what it was or even talked about it. And I said from the beginning, it's a real simple thing you have to do. You could either put it on a television and have it be like a news anchored moment or just put it somewhere where someone can catch it. And if you guys go and look when Jen is looking for jobs, when she has her computer up, it says related articles. Why is there a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean? And that little scene made me happy <laughs> because I was like, finally, this world like thing that is it's not like it's a small thing. It's a noticeable thing and no one moved it and no one has referenced it. So finally we got some reference to it. So that little thing makes me happy. But if you look on the same exact uh, page, you'll also see man fights with metal claw, metal cloth in a barf brawl. Now, come on. We know who that is. If you guys have watched even the Wolverine video game trailer, when Magneto and um, Professor X tried to get him in first class, where was he at? A bar. Okay. The bar is like an essential thing to Wolverine's character. So I don't want to hear this. You know, it could be something. No, we know that's Wolverine. <laughs> we know and they're, they're slowly implementing mutants. And I think this is the best way to do it. You don't have to rush it. We don't need an X-Men uh, movie immediately. Just start getting the world used to it. We did it a little bit with Miss Marvel by pretty much announcing that she's a mutant. And now in this, you kind of say, hey, look, you know, we already know Hulk and, and Wolverine had a history like in the comics, which was a pretty big deal because, I mean, Wolverine actually shows up in a Hulk comic. Like that was his first appearance. So like um, all that being, you know, just to have that little bit of information I think it's cool. And I also think it's dope that you have to look for it. Like it's not something that's right in there, but like when people see Wolverine and then they're going to be like, yeah, like if we see a bar fight scene that just sets up so much because now we like can know a time frame without you even, even going into major detail. Like, you know what I mean? Without actually knowing what the time frame is. And I thought that was really, really well, tastefully done. They did that really well and finally acknowledge that Eternals thing. And it also kind of tells us where exactly in the timeline Eternals is, right? Because now we kind of know that the end of Eternals happened clearly while Miss Marvel, I mean, I'm sorry, while She-Hulk was, you know, getting her powers. And like you said, at the end of the episode with the post credit scene, we know that he just got broken out. So we know Shang-Chi at that time where all of that took place. So it's all taking yeah, place all at taking the same time. And right. the best thing about that is be, and, and which is why they kind of stressed, stressed out locations and everything's not happening in the same city. It's way more believable now, right? Yeah. Because imagine if this all happened in the same city, how difficult it would have been to be like, this thing happened here or this thing happened here. Like we kind of have an idea of all the things can happen at the same time because you kind of established this, like you established that, right? Yeah. So I think that was really, really well done. Um, I wanted to say for the Wolverine thing, they can't use him yet. No, they can. Think. I think there's, they can use Wolverine. Sure? Yeah, I they can there use was this, 
No. I thought there was a time that they were like, he's officially cleared. No, he's in a movie he's, at this. Point. He's cleared now. They just haven't casted him. Gotcha. They haven't casted uh, any of the X Men characters. So, and but, the internal thing is, is it still amazes me. Uh, it's a movie that a lot of people missed. Real. That they don't feel like they needed to see. Uh, because even to this day, you know, me working at Disney and, and at the new Guardians ride. Yep. Right. Spoiler, if you don't want to know about yeah. the video in there, I'll give you a few seconds. All right. But you're running away from uh, Celestial. And yep. it's and every time I've been in there and I'm waiting and I watch this video, people have no idea what that thing is. Yeah. They're like, what is that? Why? Yeah. And it's like, and so they think they missed something in Guardians of the Galaxy. They think that it's, it's going to be in another movie. I mean, I think it is. Going, I do think well, it's I mean, going to be show up again. Think, it has to. Yeah, but they think like that's an upcoming Guardians movie or something. Oh, probably not. That's, but you never know. The they might do it. So we'll see. Yeah, but, but um, uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead, Gun. I was going to say about um, her phone call with uh, um, Bruce. Bruce. Was, yeah. When he, we got another thing of like, ah, oh, you know, I'm a little busy and it zooms out and he's in the ship from the yeah. first episode. Mm-hmm. That's just telling us, okay, so we're on the way or he's on the way to the next film or show, yeah. but also they're not going to tell, like at first, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to know what that spaceship was about. And that just confirmed to me that like, hey, we're not going to know anything. Well, I already, it, it, it's, it's a, um, it's a Sakarian ship which is the setup to planet Hulk. Now, the reason why it's going to throw people off because of the time frame of all of this happening, it's probably not going to make sense because unless they tell us something about Ragnarok happening, which then I feel like they're going to mess up the timeline, but they, so basically, no, I know that's what I'm saying. Oh, Ragnarok. So when Hulk gets captured and fights Mm -hmm. Thor, in Planet Hulk, it's actually during um, he actually fights Vader Ray Bill in that fight in the comic yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. So that whole, but that whole situation like he then, once he breaks out of that, that's when the whole, like he, he stays there because that's his planet. Like it's, it is Planet Hulk. Like, you know what I mean? He wasn't caught up by the collector or anything like that. They break out, you know what I mean? After he breaks out of, um, the being the the champion and everyone getting everyone's respect with Meek and all that, they then take over the planet. So now they're kind of like changing what Planet Hulk is at least part of that story now because they already used a bit of it inside of of what you call it. So I'm interested to see what they do with Planet Hulk, but this is the only that's the only thing because that that's literally he got he's you know, the whole, the, the, the planet is actually Scar, which is what mm-hmm. then he then calls his son. So I don't know how they're going to put, put that up, but this does mean if something happens, because this might give, you know, reason to put the Illuminati back in and then just make some tweaks and stuff like that. Because the whole reason why all this happened was because of the Illuminati, because they sent Hulk away. So yeah. the scene that they took essentially in the end of age of Ultron where Hulk just flies out was actually just the Illuminati who then sent Hulk away. So, yeah, and they tell him like, Hey, you're, so now they, yeah, now they have all this property It's going to be interesting because I feel like you can still do that. You can still now have the Illuminati say like, it's a threat for Hulk to have a planet or something like that. 
blow it up or something like that and then force him to come back so you can do world war hulk so i i'm, I'm interested to see how they go about that because they've used bits and pieces from planet hulk already but once i saw sakarian ship i was like plant this is planet hulk i just don't know how we're going to do planet hulk but mm-hmm. I, I, i'm here for it i think it's dope um that whole setup was pretty cool and then like you said the whole shang chi being referenced at the end um just you know we know we saw that fight and it's great when you and this is one of those good things when you you watch everything and i feel like this is when you should be rewarded right i always say like you have to reward your fans who watch everything like at least one time even if it's something small for us we get rewarded if we watch shang chi because we know we saw that fight. We saw why that fight was taking place. And we saw what happens after that fight. We also know the relationship already, like you were saying, where, you know, Wong has been clearly talking to him. Like, you know what I mean? So like, it's, you, you it's, get that sense of friendship. It's yeah. such a, if you haven't seen Shang-Chi yeah. one, fantastic movie. It's, it's up there for me. Um, uh, but it's such a small moment in that film. Yeah. And, and you see how big, like, just that few seconds and it's a funny moment like you see it, it, it to me it was to see oh my gosh there's a villain that we saw in the past yeah. but also you get a little snippet of a funny moment of wong mm-hmm. right um and i thought that's how they were going to introduce him like cool but the fact that it comes back to this point and yeah. you see how big of a cause that that moment was is, is going to be absolutely and that's the one thing that it pays such, and that's one of the things that the older, that the Netflix shows were missing, right? That di- yep. direct connection to like movies being acknowledged by the TV show and, you know, the TV shows being acknowledged by the movies. Cause I feel like you have to do it both ways. And now that they, it's all under one branch is it's going to happen both ways now, but this was like a direct, Hey, this is what happened. And then it's like, Oh, by the way, because you've took this, this is how it affected this character who is representing him. And like that, like you said, small scene becomes such a big moment now because we know as we're following Jen Walters, how this is going to affect her, her law, her, her case, the new job she just got, you know what I mean? And like, she's gonna think so that whole thing. And I think, um, Tatiana who's playing, uh, Jen Walters, she's just fantastic. Like that whole scene when, um, her boss tells her like, uh, that she wants to talk to regular Jen because, you know, like she Hulk is it's just intimidating, being intimidating. Yeah. And then she's like, and then she goes like out of it and then she instantly turns drunk and she's like, oh, different metabolisms. Like yeah. little things like that make that show cool to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like those little things and just the way that they're finding a way to, you know, interweave all that stuff. I think, like I said, I, I really have loved what they've done with these first two episodes. Um, I, I really hope if this can continue for nine straight episodes, I'll be a happy camper. And it literally would go up for one of my favorites, like for the show wise, if like, if we get what we got for these first two episodes throughout the season, then it it definitely would be one of my favorite shows. Um, also real quick, I wanted to point out a small, smaller things, her other coworker that's at the bar. Oh my God. Right. Is becoming a little too real for me because I'm like, this guy's a dick. <laughs> like when he's like, as, uh, you know, oh, nice way to save your superpowers yeah. to get publicity. And she's like, yeah, you would say that. And then whenever he, I was just like, man, this guy's a real jerk. Yeah. And then he, uh, the last line he says is, "There's a hot girl. I'm gonna go talk to yeah. her." 
And I'm like, what a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. And, um, also, I wanted to give props to uh, um, the marketing team of this show because on TikTok, I've been seeing a lot of videos yeah. of uh, what's her name? Jamila, mm -hmm. Jamila Jamil, yeah. dressed up as her character. Yeah. Right. And they have, um, they put posters up of She Hulk, like, yeah. you know, um, of advertising She Hulk. And she's going around putting her poster over yeah. it and spray painting and vandalizing all the She-Hulk posters. Yeah. And people have been catching her and they're like, what is going on? And I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah. Cause only the people that watch the show know What's that are like, on? Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. They've good. Like I said, I think this show is not going to get enough credit because of how people felt about the first episode because they felt like they were, you know, being called out, but you know who you are <laughs> at the end of the day. I, like I said, I've been enjoying this show a lot. First two episodes really have me really excited for what's going to go on. And if we can continue with this humor, this this pacing and all that, like I said, I think it would be one of my favorite shows. So I'm I'm loving the cameos. I'm loving the little Easter eggs. I love the way they do the fourth, the fourth wall. The relationship with her and Bruce has been great. Like just being able to call him and, you know, console. But now, obviously, he won't be able to um, because, you know, he's off to do his own thing. And fun fact. One of the reasons why I believe they are setting this up, by the way, is because if everything remains the same, MCU technically has the rights to make a Mar um, Marvel solo Hulk movie in 2023 after July. So I think those scenes are already being shot because Marvel and everyone at Disney already assumes that they're going to get those solo rights back to um thing because there's no way Universal makes a movie. Bro, they would have to release a movie now in order for it to keep the rights to it. So, and they're not going to do that. And they're not going to do that. Gonna, it'd be bad for them. Be terrible. Everybody would be like, what are you doing? Yeah, why <laughs> are you doing this? So I, once that happens and, and everyone's going to get what they want, I th you're going to get angry Hulk because world war Hulk, if you haven't read that, it's literally just five issues of Hulk beating everybody up. Like, yeah. <laughs> And you know, you'll get a good planet Hulk story. So I think it's, um, that's what they're working for. And Mark for. Ruffalo gets his own movie. I yeah. think everybody wants to see him have his own movie. And I think that's they, what they're working I, I for. That I mean, not even think. I know that's what they're working for. So yeah. this is why they showed us this in there. How Hulk gets to pl like Planet Hulk. And now we can set this whole that whole world up because July 2023, 20, you can give Hulk his own story, like own movie. Obviously, it won't be released around that time um, because, you know, they don't want to be like, well, you were starting making this movie before you were thinking, like, you know, before we got yeah. so, but I, I do anticipate it coming out the following year because I feel like it's already being recorded and the plot and story and all that is already up there. And they're just like, once we get these rights, like we don't have to show anyone anything until we get the rights. And then once we do, we'll be ready. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for us. We're going to wrap it up the same way we always do. What was your favorite moment of the episode, Chris? At two. Nice. Right. First one is, um, I mean, this one's a very minor one. And uh, it's the fact that, you know, he's like, I wrote a haiku for uh, oh. for all my victims yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, y y it needs to come from the heart. And he's mm -hmm. like, it is coming yeah. from the heart. Like making fun of haikus. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, Hulk is like, yeah, he wrote me a letter and it and came I'm with a very good yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yes. and she's like, huh, okay. 
but uh my absolute favorite moment and probably like i said it's it's probably my line of the year because it, it just sticks with me personally yeah. is that your worst fear has come true but you're still here and you and that means you can keep going yeah. and that that was my favorite uh line yeah so. Uh, this episode was definitely great. I have a lot of favorite moments, but I think my favorite moment is the end just because like, I feel like it was a nice cherry on top. Like with all the great stuff we got in that episode and like I enjoyed and then just the cherry on top because, you know, she's not like overdoing the fourth wall talking either, even in a short show, which they could make her do. She's not overdoing it. And like they did it perfectly at the end of the episode when it's just like she re sees the news report and abomination has been cited at under underground street fights. And then she goes, well, that sucks. Like, and then it cuts. Like, it's just a great way of just like, you know, she finally got every, like she went through the turmoil in the episode, loses her job. She's just going on this up and down roller coaster. She gets her approval from Bruce about representing him. Like, and she's like, all right, everything is kind of going in my way. And then the end of the episode and he breaks out and then she's like yeah, boss, oh, yeah. dude what a jerk yeah. the fact that he's like i'm glad you're taking the job by the way turn on the news yeah it's just like, she's like oh, of course yeah, yeah yeah i will and then he hangs up the phone like i saw it here yeah. you go mm. on your plate yep you, you <laughs> took the case <laughs> so yep and then like yeah it was just great like great way to end it and she just like turns to the camera and lets us know because we're like yeah well that's exactly what we said because that's what i said i said man that sucked also it was just like perfect way I mean, of throwing that in it was a shock moment for me. Yeah. Like I said, I did not think that this was taking the same, uh, the same place as yeah. Shang-Chi. I thought like, you know, they masked I, it really I, well. I have that knowledge already. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, this happened. And then it shows up in the show and I'm like, wait, no, this is happening yeah. right now. And yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. But yeah. guys, thank you for joining us for this one. If you made it to the end of the video, please like subscribe, tell us what you guys thought about the episode. We would love to hear it from you guys so please let us know we're going to drop some more uh we'll probably i'll probably have a debrief for you guys also at um for uh house of the dragons too if you guys want to go check that out we got the episode one review for that one too so until next time fire team out